So what I did is I just went deep into research and what I research, I talk about. So if I'm researching something and I find it interesting and I find it important, I'll bring it up on stream. You're listening to the NCMU podcast, where we are dedicated to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries and are proud members of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. In our season two premiere, Mark interviews variety streamer Miss Positivity as they discuss the desire to do more in our streams, talking about the tougher stuff and leaning into the positives of faith and gaming. Join the conversation as they look at how being willing to tackle tough spiritual questions on stream can bring the curious and searching into the fold. Hello and welcome back to the NCMU podcast where we are committed to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries. Uh, welcome to season two, by the way, everybody. We're so glad to have you. This is my first time on an episode for season two, but it might be the first episode of season two. It also might be the second because Bubba might do one ahead of me. But uh, today I am joined um, by uh, the awesome uh, streaming, uh, now variety streamer extraordinaire, um, Miss P or Miss Positivity. Uh, Miss P, welcome on to the podcast. So glad to have you with us. Thank you. So happy to be here. Looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, we, uh, I, we've been aiming at getting you on the show for a little while now. And then we just sort of like unannounced wrapped up season one um at nerd culture ministry summit uh mm -hmm. back in november which you and i actually got to hang out in person at yeah that was awesome that was so cool sitting on the couch with you guys that was that was so much fun <laughs> it was yeah because you got to be part of one of our lux digital church live yeah. services I, you know what i honestly think my personal favorite in terms of our experiences there was more so like the sitting by the lake uh at the, <laughs> like the streamer house right i think that was great the late that nights. was that was great i felt kind of like a fly on the wall because i was just sitting there in the back listening to everybody and talk about like talk about their streaming stories their family stories you had some interesting family stories to share so i was, I was that was great it was an awesome bonding experience just trying to like see the the people across the screen as people was was really cool you know like they're people but you know i have to say your irl friends now i can say like they're my irl friends too it was it was a really awesome just blessed experience yeah yeah it was you know if, the, if you guys don't like you heard us talk about uh ncms neuroculture ministry summit in season one uh we literally ended season one with a bunch of live stuff from ncms and i think you were you on the live podcast recording too for, I don't, uh, no, maybe, maybe. I don't think so. No, it was Mama Llama, Jono, yeah, Amanda, and myself, maybe. Um, which is once again why we're kicking off season two with bringing you on the show. Um, but yeah, it was it was really great, and um, we don't we're not gonna have an announcement today about NCMS twenty twenty four. by the <laughs> not yet, but by the end of, I would say it depends on when these episodes come out, but like end of January beginning to mid of february we should have all the final details ironed out we're literally just waiting on a location to give us the final thumbs up and approval that we oh, can awesome. host there so that's awesome yeah yeah and wow. spoiler we're hoping it's closer to mountains like yeah i, I mean i have some yeah. ideas that were being said i think but i'm not going to say anything in case it's not 
Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm the worst at keeping my mouth shut about literally <laughs> anything. And um, like if you if you want something to be kept in confidence with me, it's like you have to tell me, Mark, keep your mouth shut. Like, do not say things. Because, oh, that's really good to know. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I'm I'm just like I'm not great at knowing my wife says i share all of the what she views to be unimportant things but important things i just don't <laughs> share like people getting married or engaged or having children that yeah. sort of thing like I it happens all the that, time yeah. that, that sort of thing happens yeah anyway yeah. um that's neither here nor there let us get to know you a little bit better miss p tell us a little about your story um you know your live streamer on twitch um there's yeah. all kinds of interesting things about the content that you make that i want to dig into um but tell us a little about your story and what got you to where you are right now all right. Um, so basically, I've been I've been gaming all my life since I was thirteen. Um, loved doing competitive games. Started in Call of Duty, uh, and I was blessed to be raised like Christian, conservative, strong values. Like never cursing. Like you know, just staying pure with the way I spoke and everything. So when I got into that gamer world, it's just it was it was nice to be in it, but not to be like it. And it just I didn't realize how important that was when I was growing up until like now when I'm older and I'm just seeing a lot more of the way the culture kind of has taken a turn or just has always been. Um, but anyways, I started gaming when I was younger, but but really it was after college that I. Um, I had a lot of free time. Like I was working and going to school, but I just realized like my, you know, college classes are different. You have a lot more time. Um, mm -hmm. so I was just I was spending all of my time gaming really. And it, it was definitely COVID when they were like, you guys all have to go home mm. that I started doing it probably to unhealthy like levels of just playing Fortnite probably like 10 hours a day. Was and that, was that the game? It was like just a, a lot of Fortnite? It was a lot of Fortnite. It was like there were other games. I just really enjoyed like it was my PlayStation 4 at the time and I really just enjoyed gaming. Like I, I loved Skyrim too. I played a lot of Skyrim. Amen. Um, yeah. Played Apex when it first came out. So that like release and I just went straight to that for a few months. Um, loved COD Zombies still. So I would play that when like the new uh, Call of Duty released. I can't even think of the one. I think it was Cold War. Um, yeah, whatever yeah. one came out, whatever one, year. they're like yeah. kind of all the same, but slightly yeah. different. Just like sort yeah. of blend together. Yeah, yeah it's they like just blend in. Yeah, uh -huh. but I don't know if it was the um, like my business management degree in me that I was getting. But when I was when I was streaming all this time, I just I realized, or not streaming when I was gaming, I realized like part of me felt like I could be doing more. Like I'm doing this right now, I could be doing more. I could be reaching people. I could be talking to more people. I love talking to people. So I was like, I was talking to my friend. They have the stream button on the PlayStation. I was like, well, I was like, well, I'm just going to go live. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to start going live and I'm going to be a Christian in this space. Like I, I've seen, I've been watching a few streamers and I didn't really start watching streamers up until right before I started streaming. I started to watch like Ninja on Fortnite and some of the bigger ones that just I was were say, like, who was the influences? Because I think that's always an interesting dynamic that there are always, you know, people that we've sort of experienced first and yeah. we saw it, we thought like, Maybe I could do that. Like, I think that's oftentimes the thought in a streamer's mind is like, you see someone, you're inspired yeah. by them. Maybe I could do that, too. Yeah, that's tr I mean, when I looked at Ninja, I was definitely not like I want to be like him. But I was more like, sure. that's that's really cool. Like, he's playing with his friends. And I'm like, people are actually watching him play with his friends. And I was definitely on that bandwagon of like, why don't they just play the game themselves for a long time? I was like, why are people watching other people play games? Like, wouldn't sure. they have more fun and, you know, enjoying it themselves? 
Um, but I mean, I was watching, I was watching Ninja and funny enough, my sister-in-law actually, I guess she streamed for years and like, I didn't really talk to her about it for a while because it just wasn't something that was broadcasted. She's not a big streamer. She's, she's not a Christian streamer, unfortunately, but she was definitely one of those streamers that I would, I would just sit in her chat and I really liked it because she played a variety of different games and I could Mm. just tune in anytime she was streaming and it was like a new experience, but all were very relaxing, calmed me down. Um, I felt comforted. I wasn't alone. And I was like, I want to be that space for people, but Mm. I want to also bring Jesus into it. Um, because obviously he's going to be the one that's going to be able to give you that, like that ultimate peace, joy, um, and, and trust in him. So I, I started doing it through school, um, with that in mind of being a Christian streamer. I didn't even, I don't even think Christian tag was around or it just became a thing when they kind of made you put in mandatory tags before you could just kind of type whatever you wanted to type now. Um, so at the time, I mean, I was alone in this space and I, I didn't start with Fortnite, even though I was very interested in the competitive scene in Fortnite, I I started streaming Skyrim and I'm really glad I did that because I met, I was able to talk to people. Like you actually Mm -hmm. got people in there because of the average viewers that would show up per stream. And I met one of the, one of the main people in my community there and he did not know God. And he was about to delete Twitch like the next day or that day. And he just hopped into my stream and he heard me playing Lord of the Rings music, which I don't think is allowed to do on stream um, while playing Probably Skyrim. Not it's not. Um, well, it depends if you want all your videos <laughs> muted or not. Right? Just I, mute your videos, yeah. yeah but, I just um, accept the fact that no one's watching my VODs, okay? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I thought that too. That's a different story when I realized people actually do watch the VODs. But, um, but yeah, so I, I just got some great people in there and I ended, I ended up getting one that just kind of like stuck with me. And he just didn't know God and, and thank the Lord he knows God today. Um, but it was just through the stream and just like meeting people that became like family. I just started to, to just feel like I was where I was supposed to be through that, Mm -hmm. that God was showing me that it was just really amazing. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask you a a not important question first. Mm -hmm. Um, what was that? You said you gamed since you were a kid. Um, it seems like COD is what really got you into gaming, <laughs> but was that the first game or what was like, what was the game that was kind of like, um, if you had to, if you had to pick it up today and it would just kind of be like a love letter to you, right? That would just give you all of the nostalgia feels of early gaming. What, what is that game for you? I mean, I, I still think it would be COD Black Ops. It's still COD Black One. Ops. I mean, yeah. it's COD Black Ops Zombies, like sure. Keynote or Toten, I'm probably butchering that name, and uh, Call of the Dead and all of those maps, like five, I would go through, the, I loved those maps. Um, like I did, I did do Nintendo 64, so I think if we whipped out the Nintendo 64 and we all were doing like old school Super Smash on that, like mm-hmm. me and my brothers, I mean, that would definitely do it. Also, um, okay, a really big one, and I did actually go through um, my first year of streaming and I did restream it is Kingdom Hearts I would say Kingdom okay. Hearts was very nostalgic that's why I went back and played it and I, I used to I actually didn't really play those games but I was watching my brothers play them growing up on the PlayStation 2 and that was I that's a kind of like most a lot of what got me into gaming was just watching my two older brothers um, sure. to do this and I was you know as a girl you know all, all my friends weren't gaming they just they just weren't but my brothers were and you know, having them just, you know, mostly guys in my house. It was, yeah, it was just kind of the natural thing to start doing. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. and as somebody who's bought Skyrim six times, um, <laughs> I just want to say I every anniversary edition. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. That's where you, well, I bought it for 360 and Xbox One and Switch and PC. And as someone who was terrible at Fortnite and had to literally start playing Fortnite on the Switch just so I could win some, uh, oh. because that's where the 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 field of view is smaller and more mm -hmm. kids play um, was on the switch. Uh, I, I have deep respect for all of the, like the cracked battle Royale players out there that exist because oh, yeah. I am just really honestly the truth is i'm really bad at video games i love them <laughs> i'm just terrible at all of them um and uh and that that's just you know what i i knew that in halo 2 and i know mm. that all the more today um so one of the things that i think is is unique and i'm this is a surprise question because i didn't tell you i was going to ask you this um, but i was just thinking about it today as, as i was um getting ready for for the episode um one of the things that i think is unique about your your stream in particular is um you have definitely times when you're gaming right and you've ventured from being a Fortnite streamer into more variety stuff over the course of the last several months maybe the last year but you also have these sort of chunks of time where you will dive into what I think are really are topics that the average individual tends to shy away from. Mm -hmm. Now, what I, what I think is really interesting about that is that those are subjects that theoretically, not me, but somebody like me might tend to lean into, right? Gone through seminary, have a couple of years in Bible college, like checked and And so like that like there's people like me that that's the only reason they're in the space is to come in and talk about difficult subjects like that's their yeah. shtick right yeah. and then you have a lot of streamers who are christians who like they don't really talk about a lot of controversial or difficult subjects they don't really research or dive into that stuff it's like i'm making content to create a wholesome fun loving encouraging place for you and you are kind of doing both of those things <laughs> to a certain extent and i'm curious as to what brought you there and why like why is it that you do tend to like fearlessly wade in to what would otherwise be really hard subjects that would get a lot of people quite frankly riled up right oh yeah and it does it definitely does um so I, you know it's kind of a joke in my stream like oh you're gaming it's 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 still like three hours into your stream like you should be still talking by now about something um and and really it's just like i i have always been one and this i'm gonna blame my dad for this who always had the news on i've always been one to just kind of stay informed about everything that's mm. happening in the world and my church is also very people people would call it a very political church so they will stand up and they will say this is what's going on in the world and this is not okay mm. um like pray for your leaders and everything but this is what's happening um so i just and, and having just family members that are also like kind of outspoken and they they weren't shying away from what they want to say you should meet my brother he's quite the character um could have been a congressman um but but really it's i am really fascinated in um some like religious studies and just i it came okay so it came actually from wanting to know more about my stream it, it came up one day and i was talking about um i was reading from this daily devotional and i guess it was from somebody who was like a calvinist and i didn't know that and um somebody just mentioned it in the stream and i was like oh i was like i was like what is that like i didn't even know what that was sure. um because my church doesn't go into that and those beliefs and and they're like oh it's, it's like this and i'm like 
I'm like, that doesn't sound right to me. I'm like, that doesn't, I don't know. That sounds a little, so I just started to do research into it. And, 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 and I was like talking to my stream about this and like so many people in my stream were like saying that they were Calvinists and that they believe these things. And I'm like, I've known you guys for three years and I have no idea that there was like maybe some different beliefs going on here in the faith. And it like, and I like, I dove in and I, and, and I also, it's the exact same thing that happened with me with somebody that was a Mormon in my stream and is one of my top supporters. And I mean, he supported a ton. I didn't realize he was Mormon. For the longest mm. time, I didn't really dive into what Mormonism was either. And then I started to dive because I was just thinking like, oh, yeah, we still believe in Jesus. And I just I just was like, oh, I'm I'm like ignorant. Like, I have no idea what the, what this is. And I'm like going and saying that I'm all for it or I'm like supporting this and supporting that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm lying to myself and I feel like I'm not actually honoring God and doing this. Um, hmm. So what I did is I just went deep into research and what I research. I talk about so if I'm researching something and I find it interesting and I find it important I'll bring it up on stream I'll be like hey guys did you know this and I'll just start talking about you know something I heard Mike Winger say about Mormonism or uh, you know I'm reading a book on the Nephilim right now like and I'll just go it's called judgment of the Nephilim and I'll just go talk like guys did you know like what the devil did and like how you know and I'll like, like all the angels and and it's not just like like I can come to, to the conversation with one thing I'm planning on saying and it turns into I talked for five hours last Monday, talked for mm. three and a half this Monday. Like it just it, people want to talk about it and people don't see really anyone else out there that is saying like that what's happening in the world today is not okay and it's not normal and is actually talking like genuinely about God and the issues and what people want to hear. You know, you hear people saying, you know, you know, just repent, trust in the Lord, like it's going to be okay. And then some people are just like straight, like you said, doing sermons, um, which is really nice to hear and they're preaching to people. But it's like, there's not a lot of people that are talking about the controversial stuff that people want to know that they're not crazy and that other people feel the same way as them. And I feel mm. like, I feel like I hit those points for people. Um, mm. And they honestly do for me too, because it's, it's a back and forth there. But, but you do ask for a lot of like, I think every stream I've talked about, um, these issues or I talk about God, it goes from, uh, it, it's like literally it, it'll, we'll talk about Israel, Mormonism, atheism, um, Calvinism and everything in between plus political stuff. Um, and you get a lot of, you get a lot of trolls that come in. We've had, I think consistent atheist trolls or people that say they're atheist, uh, that'll come in. So you do have to be prepared for that, but I yeah. have a really strong mod team. So I think if you don't have a really strong mod team, you have to be prepared as a streamer to, kind of feel that if you want to go into that area you know and, and kind of guard your hearts and your minds i think that's a really great point of advice especially for yeah. people who who want to wade into this and want to say like hey we're gonna we're gonna talk about tough stuff we're gonna talk about deep stuff um i also love the the sentiment about like my stream is what provoked me um to want to learn more um i when i was a youth pastor for six years and one of the things and then and then the discipleship pastor and so as the discipleship pastor one of the things that i would tell people and they would say like i just can't really read my bible i don't know it's boring like i struggle to get into the word and struggle to pray and i used to tell people this because you're not doing anything with it like you will you will hunger for it when you need it right yeah and so i would tell them go and volunteer in a sixth grade small group and they will ask you questions and frustrate you with things that you do not have answers for and it will provoke you to get into the word it'll provoke you to research it will provoke you to study you will want to know more because you will not have answers to their questions and in in many ways you're kind of like yeah that is exactly like, I, I don't I don't like as a streamer you don't want to feel like you're completely caught off guard or completely unawares of something as it's coming up in stream, it makes it really difficult to talk about that subject, right? Yeah. Um, 
there's ways to do it that are healthy, but it, it makes it hard. And at the same time, you're also like, man, this has really made me hungry for more of God. It's made me want to know more about what I believe and what other portions of the church believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's inspiring and, and quite cool that like you waiting it because because in this case, you're not really coming in and saying, I'm an expert. What you're, you're coming in and you're saying, I'm learning along with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Which I think is which is I think is really really cool. Now have you have you had because I, I I hear like hey we have atheists that are coming in and sometimes they're trolls and it's it's a pain in the rear end. What about Christians who come in who maybe aren't trying to be trolls but they are just a pain in the rear end? How how oh. have you managed that? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man, you're trying to throw me into the bus here. No. Um so I actually I have a lot of Christian pastors in my stream like mm-hmm. that will they they are just in there pretty much all the time or they're in there for sure at the beginning of stream to field any questions so it's almost like I have people to go straight to that I trust and I know what they believe um and 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 honestly what's been coming up more is it just really is just like Mormonism atheists and and hmm. people that identify as like nihilists and they just think nothing matters and having to have those conversations with people but but Christians have been have been pretty great They've been pretty pretty helpful answering questions. I don't think I've ever read something that a, that a Christian has commented on when they're trying to help me out that's been like, I think that that's really wrong. And a lot mm. of it's backed up with, I have like um, like the Bible verse bot in my chat. So they'll drop in yeah. an actual Bible verse and explain it when it relates to it. So it, it's, been pr- it's been pretty good with Christians, I would that's say. That's good. That's yeah. good. You know, I don't know that that's every, <laughs> it's not necessarily every creator's experience uh, in the space and certainly has not always been my experience as a pastor <laughs> for a lot of years. Uh, sometimes the biggest pain in my rear end is not the, per- I, like, I'd rather hang out with the atheist sometimes than the, <laughs> than the, than the Christian sometimes. I'm a legalistic a, Christian. Oh, sometimes it's an absolute, it's an absolute struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that we love to ask and just chat about in on this show is, is um, we have a lot of people who are, I, I would say, I don't know if you've noticed this, but there's a flourishing of people who are kind of dabbling in streaming, who are Christians, who want to do it maybe with an evangelistic purpose. Maybe they want to do it with a desire to be able to reach people. And uh, one of the things that we've noticed is that like, if God calls you to go do something that you absolutely don't want to do, it's pretty easy to discern this is what God's telling me to do, right? If yeah. God told you, hey, you need to go to Africa tomorrow and you don't want to go to live in Africa, mm-hmm. it would be pretty easy to say, that must be the Holy Spirit because yeah. it's not me. But yeah. when God calls you into a point of passion in something that you already love, sometimes it can be harder to then discern, is this something that I just want to do because I'm inspired by Ninja and Lupo who are streaming it? Yeah. Um, or is this something that God wants me to do? Because if God wants you to do it, there's a sub- substantial difference frequently in impact, um, yeah. both for gospel and in just worldly success. Yeah. Then if it's something that you're just sort of like, eh, I'm inspired and want to do it just because I want to do it. And so what we've been doing through this is like, what was that discernment process like for you to go from, I see this, I think it's cool to know this is actually a calling and this is something that God has placed on my life that I feel like the Holy Spirit really wants me to invest myself in and really wants me to do. Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think it was, it was, well, first off, I wasn't doing this as any sort of career at first. I mean, I have my degree. I was, I was doing this on the side. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to talk to people about God, but I also wanted to talk to people about gaming in a really positive, friendly way because I didn't see that happening. 
Um, and it really, it turned into a full-time job. Um, the support was incredible and I couldn't see myself doing anything else after it, it, you know, it kind of took off and it just really, it just really like it, it felt like, okay, God, like, are you, are you telling me to do this? Mm. And then, um, it came, it came upon us that we had to move to another state, you know, it's close to where I grew up, but it's still another state. And that was really kind of like the, like, you know, the nail in the coffin, just basically being like, you know, leave your job that you were doing, finish school, but do this, focus more on this. Um, because it was just very difficult to keep doing everything else I was doing. And then, so I put kind of all my energy into streaming and just the support was incredible. And, and honestly to do with your, even your last question, I would say just the, like the more I dive into streaming, it seems the closer I get to God almost. It's like, he's like, you know, you're here, you're answering these questions Mm -hmm. that people have about the Lord and you're in this really not Christian environment and, and you're seeing people come to you almost daily to be like, I didn't even know that Christian streamers existed. I had somebody sub to me for six months in advance. He followed sub six months in advance. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like, thanks for, thanks for doing that. Like, what made you do that? He's like, you're the first Christian I've come across in this space. I didn't even know that they existed. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow. And I'm like, well, (laughs) Let me give you a list, <laughs> but <laughs> but it was like there's quite a few. But um, we're 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 growing, we're growing. Yeah, we're our growing. Army's growing. Yeah, it it is, it is. Um, and so probably just all of that together, like like my my desire to get into the word, my desire to speak about God and the people coming into my stream, the support that was following, um, just kind of was showing me like, hey, you're where you're supposed to be. Do I know if I'm going to be here forever? No. I don't. God might be mm. like, it's not your time anymore or your focus isn't on me anymore. Um, it's time to go somewhere else because because streaming is something that can be very distracting. This world is something that can pull you into it and sure. leave you not more Christ-like, but the opposite. So you have to be really careful with it. Um, it's, it's just like going out into the world. It's like, how much are you going to let yourself be like the world? You're supposed to be in it, not like it, not of it. Um, and streaming is just very enticing, like getting those views, mm-hmm. all of that. Like if you start to, if any streamer starts to see themselves sort of succumbing to that, they got to be really careful and, and ask themselves why they did it in the first place. So, so, but like, I think, I think getting closer to God is probably like the, the surest sign that I'm like, okay, I'm actually where I'm supposed to be. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. myself getting pulled into that, into that world. I, I see myself getting closer to God and being able to get other people closer to God as well. Yeah, I love that. You know, something we've talked about on the show before, I've talked about really frequently within our church is the different ways in which God speaks to us, right? Yeah. Um, And God has lots of voices. If you read the book um, by Mark Batterson um, called Whisper, he goes through a whole bunch of different ways um, that God speaks to us and specifically different ways that he spoke to people through scripture and all sorts of different stuff. Um, but we, we say a lot of those are like through God's word and through the Holy spirit, through others. Um, there are a bunch of others. You'd speak through pain, stuff like that. But one of those ways that he speaks through is circumstance. Right. And, um, you know, we've had different people who on the show are like, God told me this is what I'm supposed to do. And so that I'm doing it. Um, and we've, but, but what I love about your story is you're saying like, this is something that I felt like I loved. Um, I wanted to try it out. I stepped into it. 
you sort of had the skill set behind it, right, as both a lover of gaming, but then also with your degree that you're able to leverage to actually, because people don't realize that streaming is not just streaming, it's running your own business. Yes, yes, and you're self-employed, you are your own boss. And And there's all kinds of stuff that goes along with that, whether they be taxes or figuring out income and budgets and all of that sort of stuff, right? You actually had some of the know-how, so God had previously equipped you without you knowing it for what you're doing, which is amazing, but then you get into it and God begins flinging open those doors, and so it's the confirmation through circumstance right it's open yeah. doors and circumstances that are confirming calling um I, I think that's really cool because i think a lot of people will come into this and they they want that holy moment right mm. they want that the skies parted the dove came down the light shined on me and god told me thou shall beat a be a streamer right mm-hmm. um and what i love about your your narrative is you're saying that's not really what i experienced i stepped into it <laughs> God confirmed calling through blessing it. Yeah. And and also through my growth, right? Like I personally began growing closer to God. I became encouraged. I wanted to dig deeper. I wanted to learn more. Yeah. Um, and when we're all honestly, when we're following the Lord, if we if we feel like I'm on the right path, but you don't feel any closer to God and you granted there's seasons when God feels like he pulls himself back but when you feel no greater hunger for closeness with God personally it's yep. frequently a sign that you're not you're, you're missing something and yeah. so yeah I love that and I love that warning as well um, that people are saying hey when you do get those doors open it's going to be really tempting mm-hmm. to grab yeah. your worth from those numbers yes yeah it, it absolutely is I mean and, and Christians in this space I don't know I th- I've seen a lot try to crack the code differently on how to find success while also being a Christian on Twitch and I've seen some just kind of seemingly walk away from talking about God or really just showing that they're Christian at all and just go full gaming because they're making money and then I've seen some I don't want to I hate saying go too much for God but go to the point where they're not reaching anybody and then I'm like you need to change something if you're not reaching anybody and your goal was to reach people what are you doing that's that's causing this problem or what are you not doing and usually it's like you're not in you're not you know you're on a gaming yes this yes twitch can you can live stream anything but you know this is a gaming platform primarily so if you're not gaming and if you're not playing games that's going to have an outreach to people then you're probably going to be doing something wrong um or if your goal is just like or you got to you got to find your niche. I think a lot of people struggle in just finding why are they there? What is what are they trying to do? Are you trying to reach 18 to 25 year olds? Well, are you playing um, like Minecraft where you're going to reach like young kids or are you playing like Call of Duty and Warzone and, and Apex and, and these games that are going to reach the older older crowd? Um, so well, I think it's also true finding that niche in yeah. the Christian space as well. Absolutely. Right? Now, now, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this question, but you don't like consider yourself pastor or teacher, correct? Nope. On the platform that you're on. Well, the interesting thing is I, my theology doesn't tell me that I can't. So I, I do consider you um, a, a pastor and a teacher in the space, um, be, in, in, in maybe in the most biblical sense of the word, in the form of, in, in many cases inside of your, in your circle, you serve as a rabbi. Um, in the fact that like in the synagogue in ancient Israel, it was not a monologue message. It was a group of people that sat around the outside of the synagogue and different rabbis would get up to share thoughts and that those thoughts would evolve and people's understanding of God's word and obedience to God's word would grow through a communal teaching. And Mm -hmm. in many ways, what you have created and in your niche is this opportunity throughout the week for this synagogue style communal teaching Mm -hmm. in which you are directing and leading the conversation and helping people to grow, which is 
being a teacher it is helping people to grow it is guiding conversation all of those things are beautiful and awesome and i understand if you're uncomfortable with the term teacher or preacher um i'm not so i can look at you and i can see that in you and i can call that out in you i think it's a really beautiful thing but that's kind of your niche right like you found that niche in the christian space of like this is a place where we're communally learning and we're growing together yeah and and yeah, there are rules around that, right? You have some rules around that in terms of like what we're going to support, what we're going to publicly believe together. Mm-hmm. Like this is who we are and like there's some rules around that. Um, but you're growing and exploring together. And I think that's a really cool thing. I think that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, like I think I think that you you guys would probably be the first experience like Lux Digital Church and that all NCM, NCMS that anyone that would ever like refer to me as a, as a pastor or you know, a teacher. Um, I just, I view myself as just a Christian as an, as somebody that likes to speak about God and I, you know, anyone can be a teacher. So I, I don't like holding the titles of pastor. You know, I have my own beliefs on that, but, um, I'm but just going to start calling you rabbi positivity. Please do I not. <laughs> please do not. Technically like based off of us all, all like being believers and having the Holy spirit, like we're saints, but like, I don't want to be called a saint either. So it's just like, <laughs> just, you know, miss P is fine. But, um, but yeah, like like the whole the whole teaching. I mean, it's really it's, we're all learning together, as you said earlier. It's just you, you talk about some subject and you realize that people know a lot, or some people know very little, and they just want to be a part of the discussion just to learn. And it's been a beautiful thing. But but let me just say, like, in order to have those discussions and kind of foster that community, I mean, I've been streaming for it's going to be three years in February. Um, it was setting standards at the beginning and not letting them change. So yeah. what's allowed to be said? Um, how I'm allowed to be talked about uh how other people are allowed to be treated in the chat um what you know you said those communal beliefs it's like yes you can believe what you want to believe but if you talk about some crazy stuff in the chat you're going to get banned like i'm I'm pretty (laughs) pretty quick with handing out that band hammer um they joke about that a lot but it's just because like you could almost tell immediately like when somebody's not there for the right reasons and their goal is to bring other people down so but like but yeah like setting those standards right away and it's just like i i've gotten the people from skyrim i have in my stream today they are all vips Mm -hmm. all of the people that i had from skyrim are are all here like three years later and they've just been there almost every single day so it's just just because of how you have to start yeah from the beginning you know i think that you're tapping on something that the church as a whole has yet to tap on really well and that oftentimes the, the belief inside of the, the church big c church is that people who are not believers and are far from god need spoon-fed christianity and the gospel right mm. like really light stuff and what has been our experience at lux and one of the reasons that we're doing a lot of pivoting in, in our in the way that we're approaching things right now to more communal teaching um is because what what our experience has been is that people who are far from God actually want to ask really deep and hard questions yep. and they want to be engaged in the conversation. They don't want to be told what to believe. They want to be able to engage in the conversation and be part of it with you. And those who are genuinely seeking and searching um, really appreciate that. And they find it to be extremely life giving, not just to be told, here's what you should believe, yeah. but instead to be told, Hey, let's explore this together. Let's define words together. Um, let's, as a community um, begin to dive into this and here's what I'm learning and here's what I'm excited about right now. They feel like they're not under you. They feel like they get to be part of that conversation And it. You know, there's just not a lot of people, like I said, who in that I know of right now that don't have a lot of theological training, formal theological training that are willing to wade into some of the conversations that you have been willing to wade into and to be able to do those things 
with a great deal of grace um, and compassion for people who are just going to think and believe differently than you. And so I really appreciate that in you, Miss P. Um, I, and I, I just think that that's a really it's a, a really cool um, thing that you've discovered. And more people need to tune their ear to that and, and realize that you can come into these conversations and you don't have to be the authority yeah. um, and they can still be really life giving for people. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So the question that we always end the show with is, what would you tell yourself three years ago? So let's just say today you get a chance to sit down with Miss P three years ago, and you get to tell her one thing mm. that she needs to know before she boots up Skyrim and hits go live on the PlayStation. <laughs> um, what is the one thing that you wish you knew then that you know now? Um, to make an LLC. <laughs> Oh, no, that's no. A really, that's actually so good. That's so good. Honestly, a lot of the stuff that I that I started, and, and this is to see what I was just saying, like I started my stream exactly how I wanted it to be, and I can thank God for that because I started it with the exact expectations and rules that I wanted. Sure, I added more, but like, you know, you start it strict and you keep it going. I, I would also say, and, and I started this unintentionally, but I tell anyone who's asking me, like when, I, when you first start streaming, like what is some advice you want to give, you know, don't don't play a game that you're probably not going to get anybody to be there for and you're not going to have conversation with people play a game in which you know you're going to be able to have conversations with people within the week within the week within a week of streaming that you're going to get some people in and just and just have those conversations um you know i i just i love my community and, I, and i've tried to love on every single person that's come in there so for, for for most of it i would just say like you know treat it like a business like like you're going to be successful and um and just always be asking god um, if this is the plan that he has for you and, and to, to, to have his paths be yours, um, in life. And I, and I think that's, that's one thing I've consistently done throughout the streaming, my, my streaming career, um, is just to ask God if I'm where I'm supposed to be and, and for him to show me yeah. that. So I, I yeah. actually want to go back to that first. I mean, I love yeah. all of that, but I think <laughs> what you brought in that first comment is unique to mm. any person that we've talked to on this podcast before <laughs> that comment of start an LLC is such a wildly practical but important comment yeah. um, I know that you want like we all want our comments of like the stuff I would tell myself early on to be like <laughs> mystical and spiritual and I agree those things are beautiful and they're great I love yeah. what you shared however would you tell tell us why it's important when you start to start an LLC because I think that's so important and i think everything's spiritual so i think this is spiritual yeah. as well um i think this is just this is just basically for being able to um not have as much liability in your business now this is now it's difficult because some people aren't making the money where it would maybe make sense to start an llc but if you start to see yourself kind of turning the corner and you're like wow i'm getting a lot of early success um this is great i got my first you know one thousand dollar check from twitch um this is awesome and then you realize the government's going to take like 30 to 40 percent of that because they're not actually taking anything out of what money you're making so you're mm -hmm. like going and you're spending this money um basically an llc will just kind of take away some of that some of that risk you'll be able to and if you do an LLC with like a like a S corp on really as an umbrella you can actually take a salary as a streamer and you uh, you know a reasonable salary as a streamer would be like thirty thousand dollars like you're not usually bowling as a streamer um and then you're able to like you know not have to be taxed on anything else outside of that so it's just it's there's like ways around it I would say look into the tax laws in your state and look into ways to make your your streaming uh business an actual business um you definitely mm -hmm. don't want to just be taking all of the hits and you will unless you unless you start an LLC Sure. If you and, just you know. start taking that check from Twitch every week or every month, like it, 
like you're gonna get hit come tax season it's gonna hurt and i and i was hit guys i was hit hard um and i should have known better um but uh, now I'm not going to get hit hard. <laughs> Streamers got to pay their quarterly taxes and you, you got to be ready or you have to be prepared to uh, just put some money aside just because it can be it can be severe and Twitch is not super kind to you. And I could talk all day about streamer stuff and having outside revenue sources, but just to make sure that you're well aware that all of them get taxed. So, hmm. yeah, I I love that. I love that. <laughs> OK, let me I'll ask this. What is the where is the turning a corner for you in your mind? Where is the turning a corner and and now it's time to because, I, you know, maybe someone's listening to this. They've never streamed before and they're going to start next yeah. week. Are they saying are you saying, hey, put the pause button on. Don't start next week. Go start an LLC first. Or are you saying like, hey, go ahead and start. See if you find some success. And at this point, you need to really be thinking more intensely about yeah. the business side of it. Like, what's that turning point for you? Well, what do you think? I mean, definitely you have to look at the fact that you can't really make any revenue until you're affiliated on both Kick and Twitch, wherever yeah. you stream there. I don't know much about YouTube. I don't stream on YouTube. But um, yeah, so I would say start streaming. Like if you're not affiliated, start streaming. You need to see if you're even, if you even enjoy this. I mean, you're talking to nobody for a long period of time. You have to see if you're okay with doing that and, and the work that it takes to actually get people into your stream. Um, and then once you get affiliated, I mean, then you have to see, are people willing to sub? What am I willing to do to get a sub? Um, and like, do I, will I be doing push-ups per sub and, and fun little events? Um, and then will that actually bring people in? So you have to see how much money you start making. Cause like, it's what, it's like up to like $600 that's like tax free. And then you start to get taxed on it. Mm -hmm. So if you're starting to make over that, I would say as soon as you start making over that, you have to start planning for getting hit with taxes. So if you're like making a thousand a month, I would, I would even start there because you're not going to just go and pocket $12,000. You have to understand that they're going to take that money. Um, yeah. And to be you know. clear, it's not $600 a month. If you make $600 throughout the year, yeah. you will start paying taxes. Throughout, you'll start getting the year. Yeah. You'll yeah. get 1099 by, is that yep. what it is? Is that a 1099? I can't remember yeah. what it is. Yeah. 1099. We're not W2 because we're not working for Twitch. People yeah. also have to realize that you're not an employee of Twitch. If you nope. write down, you're, you're self-employed. You're not an employee of Twitch. I don't think people understand that. Yep. And your taxes are different if you're self-employed. And self -employed. your taxes are different. Yep. Um, yeah. You're you're technically a contractor. As a 1099, yep. you are a Twitch contractor. You are not an employee of the platform. Um, yep. They have W2 employees. You are not one of them. Yeah. Um, such practical and, and honestly, Miss <laughs> P, it's holy advice. It really is. <laughs> Because it's going to prevent some people story. from some absolute pain. Um, it's gonna yeah, and they're like, wow, I'm making like $10,000 this month. This is great. I'm like, you're going to get hit like crazy at the end of the month. Like you're going to buy your new PC and not realize that was all your tax money. That's all taken. That's gone. Yep. But, um, but also, you, you know, you can write off everything that you use for your business. That is another fun thing to know. Yeah. If you are self-employed, you can write off everything you spend on your business. So you can rent yourself a room in your own you house. You can rent yourself a room. Write off the room you stream in. Write off the, the food you eat on stream and that you use for purposes and, and anything you, you do and you, you advertise on stream. Yep. Yeah. And if you start an LLC, you can actually do that stuff a lot easier than yes. if you're just self-employed and you're just taking a check from Twitch. It's a lot easier for tax purposes to be able to say, hey, I bought a new gaming chair and I can use that as a write-off or I bought a new microphone. And, and honestly, probably in the first couple of years, if you're willing to invest a little bit of money and you start an LLC, you can be in the red for the first couple of years and it will help you out uh, yeah. for tax purposes. You can have a little, a little side business that makes it look like you're losing money every year, um, <laughs> which is... Which is great. And that, that helps you. It's crazy it how that helps you in this world. It literally world. does. Yeah. Tax, taxes are broken. Yeah. So uh, don't come into Miss Peace Stream and ask her for tax advice, but do go talk to a, a professional, a local person who you can, I'm sure yes. she would be a 
would be honored to answer your questions, but uh, that's not the whole reason that she's streaming. So I'm not go, an expert. Yeah, go find somebody to talk about setting up a business if you're if you're getting into streaming, especially if you're starting to make some money at it mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff. Well, Miss B, thank you so much for coming on the stream uh, or coming on the stream on the podcast. Um, really appreciate you. Um, appreciate your heart. Appreciate your passion. Um, and really, really was awesome to be able to just hang out uh, at NCMS a little bit. Oh yeah. Thank you so much for having me here. It was just, it was awesome to meet so many like-minded people, creators all across the space who were just doing awesome work for Jesus. So thank you for having me. Yeah. I don't think I literally ever introduced myself in this whole episode. So, uh, (laughs) for Mark at Lux Digital Church, uh, for Miss B, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We hope that this encouraged you and challenged you and helped you to get better, um, when it comes to becoming a missionary in this space, when it comes to living missionally in this space. Um, let us know that you're out there. Uh, we do have a discord. Uh, There should be a link to that uh, in the description of this episode or uh, along with this YouTube video. Um, So make sure you go ahead and check that out. And uh, Also, just keep your ears to the ground because uh, Nerd Culture Ministry Summit will be announcing its 2024 location and dates um, within probably the next four to eight weeks. Um, And so you can pick up your tickets for that. Um, Spoiler, it will be in the fall. So like that, that at least you should know it will be in the fall. So it's it's not going to be like this spring that you're trying to scramble for. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So that's going to wrap up this episode of the NCMU podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in uh, and we'll see you for the next episode. You've been listening to the NCMU podcast with hosts Mark Lutz of Lux Digital Church and Bubba Stalkup of Love Thy Nerd. NCMU is a member of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and available on all major podcasting platforms. The NCMU Podcast is part of a greater movement called the Nerd Culture Ministry Collective. You can get more information about this show, our guests, and how you can join our Nerd Culture Ministry Collective Discord server by visiting ncmcollective.com. Thank you.